Thanks for tuning in to the Realtor Moms podcast. We are Tasha and Jamie, full-time realtors in the FM and surrounding areas and admittedly average moms. This is how we sell homes and try to keep our kids alive. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, to the Realtor Moms podcast. Um, Today, we are doing a a special episode, a first of hopefully not many, as Tasha put it. hopefully, hopefully, right? As I'm talking from my phone and we are trying to do our first uh, episodes not together. Via social distancing, thanks to the fabulous coronavirus that we have going on here. Oh, right. <laughs> so and I and I, I should add, I'm I'm recording right now from my bed. It's fantastic. <laughs> I I have crazy hair, oh, pajamas. Man. I'm a hot mess. This That's is okay. See, this is why we don't do like Facebook lives. I mean, we should. <laughs> we probably should. Hey, be- I've been nagging to do one. For a while. <laughs> I know. I know. I know, but um, so yeah, tonight I am sitting here having a conversation with Tasha via speakerphone on my iPhone with a microphone in between us. It looks a little silly, but we are trying to do our best to socially distance and still bring you some content on the Realtor Moms podcast. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> so um, I guess let's jump right into it and talk about the real estate market in Fargo-Moorhead and Lakes Country and the surrounding areas. Um, during the coronavirus, Tasha, I know that you've been busy. I just heard you wrote a new purchase agreement either yesterday or today. So what well, is it like? Technically, I wrote, I, I wrote one today, one yesterday. I wrote, I was dealing oh with goodness. two this past weekend. I've been busy. Yeah, um, I guess. I feel like it's been a split market, though, is the best okay. way that I can explain it. And At least, I, I can't speak for anyone else, but... Yeah. what I've been seeing. So what do you um, mean I, by split market? Explain what I it. mean by that is I feel that there are certain price points that are naturally moving quickly and other okay. ones that are slow. Yeah. Um, so I can't speak for everyone, but no, I get at least it. from my perspective, I believe homes 230, 220 and below are selling very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they just are because there's a lack of inventory and there are new buyers out there that are looking to get into their first home. Sure. And I, for example, I have a, a listing right now at 495 um, and 495,000. And I feel like that has been much slower. Sure. And I feel like those buyers are more cautious, especially with what is going on with the coronavirus yeah they just those by those buyers are sitting tight they are waiting and they are seeing and i think those are the type of buyers that you know they have quite a bit more money invested in the stock markets sure. and especially what's going on with with yep. that side of things with their retirement accounts i can see that this, this is making people nervous is what i believe i i can't say that's all the way for sure happening but i yeah. i'm anticipating this is what I've seen with the people that I'm dealing with. I sort so. of wonder too, when you're talking about that sort of higher price point that I guess my thoughts are, you know, those folks 
aren't maybe under a lot of pressure to move. They're moving more because of a luxury or more because they want a bigger house or they would like to live closer to work or they would like a bigger yard or, or things like that, which is a, a great reason to move. I mean, find a house that really suits your family well. But also I think that maybe they're not under as much pressure as somebody who has to move for the, their new job or has to get out by, you know, August 1st because their lease their ends rent, or, they, yeah. Their lease ends and, and maybe they're having babies or getting married right. or going through yep. those life changes that lead to, A lot know, of those first time, home. yeah, purchases. Yes. Totally. So. No, I agree with you. How about just like, um, are you doing anything differently when you're showing a house or when you're listing a house just in regards to you know, keeping germs at bay and not uh, spreading. Oh, well, yeah, actually, I I know across Mm -hmm. the board, I know you have been a part of this as well, but um, we are not doing open houses anymore. I know know that right now, real estate is considered an essential business. Yeah. So we still can work. But part of that, you know, part of what we have been seeing from our brokerage firm to our area association is we're told only you know, show homes to people who are pre-approved mm-hmm. by a mortgage lender, um, as well as people that are seriously looking to write an offer, not people yeah. that are, say, looky-woos. Right. Um, we want to make right. sure that we are only, you know, we are only taking people through homes that are seriously interested, and we are trying to limit the amount of homes we are seeing by trying to limit that by looking at photos, maybe drive-by tours in the neighborhoods we're trying to limit the amount of people that are coming in and out of homes that could um potentially be infecting people not to say that they are no just contagious to, but there's yeah you know, you're trying to limit exposure limit is all exposure is. Yep. is really what we're trying to look at and do yeah. at this point yeah so no i've been advising sellers and actually props to one of my sellers who um was <laughs> listed their home kind of right at the beginning of this whole lockdown situation well not that it's a lockdown but you know what i mean the suggestion to stay home um and they basically came up with some good ideas um and and with some of the conversations that we've had in our office too essentially what was decided on was you know you leave all the lights on in your house exactly and exactly. we will communicate with the showing agent that they just please don't you don't need to touch any of the light switches you can leave them all on when you go after you're done showing the home and leave closet doors open that way you know they can peek inside without having to physically open those doors and hopefully just limit one more touch inside the home and um we don't want hand to sanitizer. Yep, Lots of hand sanitizer hand sanitizer um, we don't, we don't want to take away the PPE from any of the hospitals or, or things like that, but in some houses where there maybe is an elevated risk, I, I know I've heard of people setting out a pair of gloves or a, a box of gloves just to, you know, to ask folks to wear when they're touring. But really one of the, a couple of the showings that I've had, I just kind of had people follow me and I open doors or, you know, whatnot with just with a, um, a Clorox wipe in my hand, basically. You know, and it's it's not that I'm worried that the people I'm with are sick or even that the house that I'm in is, you know, they're it's, unhealthy. It's just a precaution. I'm just trying to take well, every possible precaution. At the end of the day, we can't tell. I mean, think of there's that large time period where people could be asympt- asymptomatic. Right. And so, you know, I even think about myself. Like, okay, I have really tried to limit who I am around and what I am yep. doing 
But at the end of the day, I have no way of knowing Mm -hmm. 10 days from now if I could potentially have it and who I have infected. You know, and I'm not saying I'm I'm contagious. I just, you don't know. You know, that's that's, the biggest thing right now. That's the spookiest thing about it is you could have um, the virus and not have any symptoms and unfortunately potentially pass it to somebody unknowingly. But Anyway, we're not here to spread any fa- uh, fear, right? Facts over fear, for sure. <laughs> exactly. I, you know what? One thing that has been really interesting for me is I've yeah. done, I, I've really embraced this as being I am a person that um, is one of those people. I'm, I'm one of those people that say stay home as much as possible. Do not go out because I'm right. a type one diabetic. Sure. So I'm in that yeah. high, You're in the high risk category. Mm-hmm. So I have been doing video conferencing. Oh, from, cool. Like how I, I'm always doing coffee connects and lunch connects and meeting yes. with people. And I <laughs> now have, I have been doing coffee connects with people <laughs> through Zoom, <laughs> through Skype. Okay. How um, cool is Zoom? FaceTime. Honestly. Zoom is so cool. I love it. And two, you know, I've done in the last week two new buyer consultations with new prospective buyers and sat down and talked with them through video conferencing and now have two new clients for when they are ready to look. That's really cool. Do you feel, so do you feel like once, um, quote unquote, things go back to normal, right? Do you feel like this whole coronavirus ordeal is going to change a lot of our common practices or do you feel like it'll have a big impact, small impact, no impact? Like, I'm just curious. What do you, what do you think? Do you think you'll continue to do some meetings virtually? I think that I'm going to leave it open. I I do like that one-on-one personal interaction with people because I think it's important. Yeah, I agree. Um, But if you, let's say I have that certain client or that certain person that wants to meet, but they have a really tricky schedule. Or they're not local, right? Yes. And and so at this point, I think I may throw this out there to them and give them, let this be an option. (laughs) Well, if you'd prefer to do video conferencing, we could really meet this way as well. Yes. So I know it's kind of been trial by fire, but (laughs) right, hasn't it? But at the same time, um, I have not done it yet, but I know there's a lot, and maybe, maybe you have, I know there's several agents in our office that have, um, sometimes we get these buyers, for example, who, um, need to move, but they cannot come up and preview houses or they came up and previewed houses and then they went back to, you know, Texas or wherever they were from. And then just the right thing came up on the market. And we knew, or, you know, this person knew that, um, that that was the house for them. So this agent went in and she just basically FaceTimed with the buyer the whole entire time. Um, that, that she walked through the house and the buyer made an offer and had never seen the house until the day of closing. It's a little, it sounds a little scary, but she did the inspection via FaceTime appointments, um, all the, all the views of the house. And, uh, yeah, basically that buyer never actually set foot in it, but was able to get a confident enough feeling out of just those virtual meetings that they made an offer and they absolutely loved the house. That's fantastic. How cool is that? Yeah. So I guess in some ways we have been doing some of these things. Just it hasn't been a necessity. It's been more of a option, rarely used option. I so, think yeah. maybe not necessarily, um, you know, the video conferencing and uh, some of those uh, techniques and, and options. I don't know if that'll necessarily still be 
widely used. Sure. But I yeah. do think that it's, you know, at least with some of the video conferencing with our clients and things such as that, I do think that will be something that probably will be an option and stick around for yeah. people. So mm-hmm. Virtual tours, I I think, too. I think virtual tours of houses. We're going to get better at them. (laughs) I have uh, not done one yet. (laughs) I've got a couple in my queue. (laughs) Yeah, how did that go? I haven't talked to you a lot lately. I know, right? But how how did that go for you doing some of those virtual tours? It's it's still going. I will um, (laughs) let you know when I get them done and published. I was hoping by yesterday, but... um, it didn't happen, so uh, maybe by tomorrow. I'll keep you posted. We'll see. <laughs> and maybe if you get that done, we can eventually work into for our podcast. Oh yeah, video. You know, we can do video content, right? Then you right? would you would have to right? not be laying in bed, but yes. <laughs> and I'd actually have to put myself together to not look like a hot mess. Nah. Speaking of which, I These... do have a friend that did a. <laughs> that it has started uh, a whole, she started, she's started this whole thing where like do the crazy hairstyles of the day and her, oh, she nice. has some real good jams that, there. Okay. And listen, I have, I have not been brave enough to I, join in. I have bangs, like, you know, bangs, hair bangs. Um, yeah, I feel like I would be a real solid contender for, for <laughs> craziest hair of the day. Every morning, half my bangs are up. <laughs> you know, like sideways, right? sticking out. My kids are like, whoa, nice hair. <laughs> All have asked so me if I'm going to wear a hat to drop her off at school. <laughs> That's when you know what it's good. What other things have you been seeing? Like, um, isn't it like one of the inspectors on your list? Well, he's on my list too, but um, he's now not allowing people or homeowner buyers to go into the homes anymore. I know. Um, there's a, there's actually, I know of at least two of them. Yeah, and probably several more where it's becoming commonplace. I don't know if it's that they're not allowing. I think it's more of a just a really strong suggestion. Um. But yeah, and that that too is becoming more of, you know, just most likely a temporary situation just because of the coronavirus. But yes, I have seen that too. That um, unfortunately, I love to have buyers at their home inspection. You know, they they get to learn so much and ask questions and, you know, what is this valve for where does that water line go you know there's just so many things they can't answer all questions but most of their questions get answered and it's it's a really good a learning opportunity so it it's kind of sad that they can't be there for their home inspections in some cases just because of all of this but i i think it's a necessary precaution unfortunately so unfortunately yeah, yeah. i was just at a home inspection on saturday and that inspector was still allowing buyers to be there sure not yeah. all the other family members but just right. the Yep. the two buyers but i wouldn't be surprised to see this kind of come you know be a normal state of things as things are right now yeah at least for a but while it, yeah for a while and then of course the car side closings that we're seeing at the title oh, right right that was i did one of those this morning very i mean very efficient man they've got this down to a science but yeah you essentially pull up in your car and someone from the title of the company comes out, grabs your ID, verifies you are who you are, asks if you've got any questions about the documents, goes over a couple things. Um, obviously, I'm you know making a big process very small for this podcast sake, but essentially there's tabs where you need to sign and you go through and you sign while sitting right in your car and hand that clipboard back over and you get your keys or you get your check, you know, depending upon if you're buying or selling. It's... Uh, yeah, they've they've got it down to a science. 
It's a little different. I haven't done one of them yet, uh, but this Friday is my first one. Sure, so. yeah. <laughs> first of a, quite a few coming up. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've seen, I've, I've told my clients already, I'm like, we're taking lots of photos because I don't know how long this will last and I have to have documentation of it. Yeah. Our side closings. <laughs> right? So. Oh. Oh, there's definitely been a lot of changes and I feel like the real estate industry too um, is, it's, going to be good at bouncing back I mean I hate to ever predict any futures but you know people still have to move and people still have to sell and people still have to relocate and change jobs and families grow and families get smaller and empty nests happen and yeah I I think that although there might be some buyers out there that are temporarily pushing pause they're definitely still searching for those existing listings that we have out on the MLS and advertising online and so it's not a terrible time to be on the market. I just think that um, if you have people coming to look, I believe the people that are looking are serious. Oh, yeah. 100%. We're not getting the looky lose. We're not getting the people that are just doing it for fun. We're getting yep. people that are serious about buying. Yeah. Well, so it's so it's an interesting time, is it not? Totally. Yes, yes it is. Well, we should probably wrap it up. We're approaching uh, somewhere around 17 or 18 minutes. So we have to do another one, though. I think we have to yes, do a second I think, I think coronavirus podcast. podcast. Yes, another coronavirus podcast. Maybe we can talk about how we are dealing with our kids. Surviving. And going, right? I know, that's right? Whole, that's a whole other podcast, oh, yeah. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. No, that sounds like a deal. All right. Well, I will let you sign off um, and uh, go back to bed or whatever. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> but... I'm just watching TV in bed. Like I said, as a hot mess, that's okay. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody, for listening. We hope you are staying healthy and staying safe. And uh, we'll talk to you again next time. We would love to be your realtor. Reach out. Replay or hear more episodes at realtormomspodcast.com or check us out on iTunes. We do post funny stories and more information on Facebook and Instagram, so feel free to check us out there. This podcast is produced by Tasha Barrett and Jamie R. Swenson of Park Company Realtors, Fargo, North Dakota, 701-237-5031.